0: Defleet! That's been your Defleet um, minute! Get it every week. Ba ba bum! Ba Alright, what the schluck? Bring us to the jam. Or the intro. What the fuck we got? Defleet! Defleet! And welcome back, everybody, to the Most Awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast, coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite, episode 51 for your ears. Guys, do us a favor. Subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. We'd really appreciate you. Hit this up at mab sports Podcast at gmail.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Brandana. And with me, as always, I'd like to thank the Academy, Most Awesome.
1: Oh, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm liking it, babe. Yeah. I, I like it because last week you didn't give me anything. Last I, week. I know. See, I, I was watching it.
0: I know. And now you brought attention to it. So now everybody sees, like, when I just call you the talent, they're going to be like, oh, Brandon's really phoning it in this week. Right, right, right. Really, <laughs> I get
1: it. really had to work hard this week.
0: Uh, what's going on, brother? How's your week been?
1: Oh, it's going good. It's going good. Uh, you know, we had Valentine's Day this week as yep. we we're actually recording this. Uh, young Kamish Et. Went in for surgery this week. Oh, got a little uh, got a little ear tubage put in her ears. Shit, she's out. But you know, she handled it like a G. She's out of there. She's nice. uh, feeling the uh, feeling the effects of a little uh, little pain and a little pain management there. But other than that, she's good, man. She's well, it's all good,
0: all for good, right? Like you put the tubes in, and that improves everything long time, right? One hundred percent. Yep. Cool. Yep.
1: Yeah. She was just getting too many habitual. Uh, infection so it was time to get that nipped in the butt and that's the best way to do it lots of adults have it. it's pretty routine surgery it's in and out like 10 15 minutes but uh it is surgery nonetheless and she she was a trooper she was real well, that's awesome she hey. had that she had that tough stuff yeah
0: i like it. tough stuff brother good callback yeah everybody underneath that most awesome roof they're pretty uh they're ballers in there so uh glad to hear <laughs> brother uh, all right we're doing episode 51 we have ripped from the headlines we're doing nba record watch uh, we're going to hit Ooh. the MAB inbox. We've got a couple emails in there. We're doing uh, what's a Schluck. we got got uh, Danny Schluck in studio. You might remember him as Mad Bachelor number three from last week. Uh, doing our Oscar preview with him. We're going to jump into the Neapolitan Showdown. We're talking best athlete in a movie. And then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, your hour of power starts now. Extra, extra, read
2: Talking front page stories all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The
0: headlines there. if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your summer. come on. All right, buddy. <laughs> Rip from the headlines. NBA record watch. Uh, why are we talking about that this week, bro?
1: We're talking about that because uh we've got Russell Westbrook and James Harden kind of on the precipice of a couple uh, couple scoring statistical uh records there uh Harden has now done 30 plus points and 31 straight games Mm -hmm. dating back to December 8th and Russell Westbrook is sitting at 10 straight triple doubles
0: okay so just a global view on this it sounds like a stupid fucking question but I know some arguments can be made are these statistic outbursts from both these guys good things for their team?
1: Um, I would say record wise. Yes. Harden during that 31 game stretch is the team. The Rockets are 21 and 10. Mm -hmm. So right at like 67.6% winning percentage. And then, uh, Westbrook is nine and one during that time. Okay. But I I would say if I was going to put which one is more needed by their team. Yeah. I would say it's Harden. Uh, Russell Westbrook, uh, has Paul George, who's been lighting it on fire. um, So I would say that Harden is the one that's actually really more meaningful to their team.
0: I would say, like, is Harden, is this Harden, like, is he this much better at basketball than everybody? Like, one of the greatest of all time? Or is he kind of, like, forced in his position? Or is it just a good fit of the role players around him and just his style of basketball? With his style of basketball, I mean uh, traveling.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) But pounding the air out of the ball. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is is they, I mean, he is, during this stretch, his average 41.5 points per game uh 37 percent from three point uh land uh that's on 15 and a half threes so he is doing he's creating a lot on his own um d'antoni's offense is really catered to his strengths which is high pick and roll dribble driving and just attacking the glass and just surrounding him with shooters right it used to be you put the big guy like dwight howard you used to put him and then surround him with shooters and then force somebody to make a bad double double team. Well, in this case, he's taking it from the top of the top of the court and trying to drive it in and then kick out for shooters
0: like Eric Gordon, uh uh J. Tucker and Chris Paul. So, let's look at um I want to go back to Westbrook's 10 consecutive triple-doubles last triple year. Dubs. Last year he uh he had that averaged a triple-double like uh all through the season. Yeah, it's two years in a row. He'll be on his
1: third year in a row of averaging a triple-double. Averaging for 82 games a season, or 82 games in a season.
0: That's insane. Let's look at an all-time list of triple-doubles. We have Oscar Robertson at 181 in the top spot, Magic Johnson, number two at 138, and Russell Westbrook at 127 in third. You know what I'm going to ask. He's 30 years old, needs 54 more triple-doubles to uh, tie Oscar Robertson, 55 to overtake him. Is that going to happen?
1: Oh, I would say yeah. I would say yeah. I mean, he already broke Oscar's record in season for triple-doubles with 42. Mm -hmm. uh, And that first year when he averaged a triple-double, I would say so. I mean, the way that he plays, Westbrook plays with a frenetic energy. Um, Most of his rebounds are generated to start fast breaks, right, or or to at least start the offense. He's a high-level defensive rebounding guard. And so he gets the ball. There's no need for an outlet pass, and he's pushing it up. Mm -hmm. Um, So, And then, obviously, he's got uh, Stephen Adams, uh, a pretty burly center that uh, he does a high pick and roll with. And he's got Paul George, who, like I said, during this stretch has been on fire. Paul George is averaging in these 10 games 37 points per game, 50% from the field, 50% from three-point land on 12 three-pointers. So, And then averaging about 8.5 boards a game. Uh, so it's good to have that wing player to go along with it. So when you get out on the break, he can run with you. So I would imagine, uh, with the way that that team's set up, that that would continue. I'd say he gets it. I'd say he gets it not this season, but next, obviously.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, okay. So, um, real fast, I want to close out on Harden real fast. Why does he have this streak? I know you touched on it a little bit. Is it like the three-point line where it's at? Is it just kind of this, uh, like I, you mentioned a little bit of his style of play and like kind of mm-hmm. the support around him. Like, like what kind of makes him do this right now?
1: Sure. Well, a big part of it was necessity. Chris Paul went down like a couple days into the into that streak, so he's basically had to do and carry the load all himself. Um, so it is a hundred percent, I think, in terms of the Rockets' best interest for him to do this. Is it the most compelling basketball to watch? No. And I know everyone has that uh, that image of him doing the uh, the double tap there for stepping back on those threes, but. Yeah. Effectively, he does. That is a lethal move for him. Actually, he just got blocked by Josh Okie last night. Um, but it is it is what they need. It's hundred percent what the Rockets need. Like I said, they're twenty one and ten during this stretch, so you can't knock knock the record. Um, the other thing too is, is he's not totally just doing just a one dimensional player this year. He's averaged, averaging two and a half, 2.3 steals per game during that stretch as well too, almost a block. Um, that puts him up on the higher end of the st- statistical category. He doesn't have the help, even with Chris Paul back, the way that uh, Russell Westbrook does. And uh, he's he's got to carry the load. He's got to carry the load. I think he's actually becoming a little underrated and, and with all the hype on
0: this. That hot take. All right, real fast. Uh, rapid Fire, brother, where do these two streaks end? What number?
1: Oh, I think uh, the streak for Westbrook could end right after the All-Star break here. But, I mean, I think uh, – I don't think – I don't think Harden's got the the record is Wilt Chamberlain with 65 straight games. I don't think he's got it in him. Um, that's a pretty high pace. Even a, you know, I say he's, he's probably got another five five to seven games in there. It would be my guess. All right, It'll we'll, be interesting. He might he might lose it right after the All Star break. I mean, having that week off could break break the rhythm for him.
0: Sure. You said underrated, so we'll go uh, 38. You heard it here first. Most awesome said 38. That's how far. Let's talk a little uh, All Star break. Let's talk the All Star team and what's going on in these contests i think you said one of the things that happens in your household with dr Mrs. the commission you guys like to pick your uh your favorites in the dunk contest three-point contest skills challenge Yeah,
1: all-star weekend man the yeah. the, the 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 skills competition is it's big uh speaking of valentine's day because usually it's right around there one of uh dr mrs the commission i's first valentine's is spent watching this at a hooter's in Los Angeles, and she loved it. She, oh. she fell in love with it. Oh, my God, relationship little, little goals. Na- That's awesome. Yes, exactly, exactly. I knew I had to wipe it up then.
0: <laughs> Put a ring on that mainly. Uh, okay, so just uh, let's talk general all-star team real fast. Uh, LeBron drafted. Uh, his team is going to be himself, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, and he'll be going against... Giannis's team, which is Giannis, Steph Curry, Joel Embiid, Paul George, Kimba Walker. We got mm-hmm. the LeBron James favored by six. Who you got?
1: Ooh, I didn't think you were going to go. Um,
0: I'll, I'll go, bro. I'm going
1: right now. I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, I didn't think we were going to go that direction. Looking at the roster, I like, I like the, I like LeBron's team. I like in the fourth quarter, because we know it's just going to be dunks and sure. highlights for the yeah. first three and a half quarters. And then when it gets down into it, you know, as long as they're close, these guys are going to play for pride. That's where we are going to see them lock yes. them up. And this is where you've got Harden. You've got Katie and Kyrie who all can get buckets whenever they need it. Um, we've got Kawhi AD, and Russ on there as well, too, to give a little defense. Plus you got Clay Thompson who could heat up. I mean, Clay Thompson, um, you know, could just light up a quarter and just bury you with some three pointers.
0: Yeah, I remember last year, like it just James Harden looked like hungover as fuck or whatever shooting. I remember like watching him and it was just like it wasn't happening for him on the All Star game. But yeah, I definitely think like, you know, LeBron hates to lose, like Kevin did like obviously I don't know, the All Star game has a different vibe to it. Like it's no longer step back and just like let's see if how many points Kobe Bryant can score. Like it's definitely playing to Wednesday they draft One little surprise I thought is uh LeBron drafting Kyrie Irving yes with the yes. with the third overall pick
1: it's just like. right with third overall pick and because uh, they did it uh, interestingly they they broke him up amongst starters and then reserves so you could only pick of the of those top five you could only pick the first the those first 10 players are just the nominated starters for the all-star so they picked amongst that but um but yeah still going number three he wanted his point guard like i said um He can go get buckets, and in an All-Star game, that's what you kind of need. The other thing is, is Bill Simmons has brought this up many, many a time. All-Star games are really predicated early on on point guard play. Those guys that can kind of control the flow of the game Mm -hmm. really kind of helps the momentum of the game. It makes for a good, entertaining All-Star game. I think maybe that's why LeBron picked up uh, Kyrie over Kemba or Steph.
0: Yeah, and a little uh, takes Kawhi with a fifth, like a little, hey, I'll see you uh, soon enough in L.A., bruh. Yeah, right, exactly. that's that, uh, Sweet, buddy. Okay, let's talk. Uh, let's go through the contest real fast. I want to know who you have. You said uh, your marriage was basically built on the skill <laughs> right. challenge, three-point contest. Exactly. So I wanna, we exactly. all want to hear what Dr. Mr. Kamish has, and we'll see who comes out on top. Three-point contest. We'll start with that. We have Steph Curry, uh, Buddy healed Devin Booker, Seth Curry, Joe Harris, uh, Damian Lillard, Danny Green, Chris Middleton, Kimba Walker, Dirk Nowinski. Who do you like?
1: Oh, I'll tell you who I like. So it is in Charlotte this year. Yeah. Right? Yes. Who is originally hailed from Charlotte? Do you know? Uh, Enemy of the podcast. Yeah, it's Steph Curry, right? Steph Curry, yeah, exactly. So I think in the three-point contest, I think we're going to see a show from Steph Curry. So I'm going to go with Steph Curry myself as my pick for the three-point contest.
0: All right, who's uh, Dr. Mrs. have?
1: Right. She gave this. So she feels the same way. She likes it. And so she normally, when she picks it, she just has to see them as they roll, as they roll out. <laughs> sure, as they yeah. yeah. She's like, I like him. Yeah, I yeah, like him. Fair. So then, uh, but. She then started asking this time a few more questions. So she found out that Steph Curry is the oldest Curry. Then there's Seth Curry. And then there's a young daughter named, uh, like, I think Riddle or Riddle Curry. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Mrs. the Commission, middle child, Seth Curry, middle child. Ooh.
0: She linked it up that way.
1: Ooh, I like it. All right. All right. We don't have. Curry, Curry. What do you What do you got? What do you got, Brandana?
0: You know, I kind of I was going around like this. I actually went with Seth Curry as well. Like I liked a little. I liked a little bit. I like the competition factor. I like everyone's talking about your your brother, and it's like one kind of stage where people can talk about you a little bit. Yeah, I also like it that it's uh it's plus five fifty, where you're getting double the odds. Steph Curry's plus two (laughs) seventy five. Got to got peeps those peeps those odds. All right, we all got a curry on the line for the three point contest. Let's go into the dunk challenge. Dennis Smith Jr. plus two hundred. John Collins plus two twenty five. Miles Bridges plus two twenty five. Uh, Diallo plus
1: three hundred. There you go. Okay. So I've got uh, I'm gonna go with uh, young Dennis Smith, recently traded from the Mavs to the Knicks. Kid's got some bounce. Kid's Ooh. got some hops to him. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, I'm going to go with Diallo. Uh, I just, you know, dunk contest. Who the fuck knows? I'll take the longest shot at plus 300.
1: Sure. sure. Dr. Mrs. The commission. going with uh, her alma mater. She went to mi- Michigan State. She's going with Miles Bridges, Bridges. Excuse me. He's also plays for the Charlotte Hornets. A little hometown favorite. little hometown bump right there. Going Ooh. with Miles Bridges.
0: Okay, let's close up with the skills challenge. All right, um, what goes on in the skills challenge? This is good. This What's is interesting. They've, got, they've kind
1: of tinkered with this a little bit over the years. Uh, skills challenge now is basically uh, exactly what it sounds like: it's dribbling, passing, and shooting. So the contestants kind of weave their way through a little obstacle course. Uh, have either I think it's a three-pointer to f- to finish it. Uh, and then, uh, or maybe like a half quarter to finish it and then a uh, uh, layup to start it. So, yeah, it's just basically just dribbling and passing. You got to throw the ball through a, a hoop and uh, dribble around some other pylons and shit like that. So, it's all about speed, and they have it kind of three rounds, kind of head to head matchups, and then those winners advance, and then you cut
0: down to, to the final winner. Dynamite. Uh, we got Luka uh, Doncic, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, Mike Conley, Kyle Kuzma. Who do you got?
1: Um, did you leave off Luka Doncic?
0: Oh, I, think, I think I said that at the top. Luka Doncic.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, Vucevic? Did you get Vucevic and Trey Young?
0: Oh, Vucevic. There you
1: go. Yeah, I said Trey Young. Vucevic. Okay, okay, my bad. My bad. My bad. Um, so I got... I'm going to go with uh, De'Aaron and Fox. Speed kills. Mm-hmm. This dude can get up and go. And also with a joie de vivek. Our boys from the Sacramento Kings pod. Like Just listen. I know they're listening. Oh, yeah. Tying it back in to our guests. I'm going with... Uh, with DeAndre there.
0: Good move, good move. Uh this one I am going to take the favorite. I'm going to do Luka Doncic. Uh yeah, let's see him go out there and them. Like it's going to be his All-Star game. Let's see what you got. Oh, he's the favorite? I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Plus 250.
1: Interesting. So, uh, Dr. and Mrs. Kamish is going to go with the gentleman that was traded on draft night mm-hmm. for Luka Doncic, one Trey Young. She liked, She liked what she saw in that fuzzy-headed dude <laughs> in, in uh, the
0: skills competition. Taking those plus 400 odds. Well, we will uh, post a selects on our Graham. holiday Graham. And then we will, uh, yeah, we'll see who wins what. We don't even have to trade T-shirts anymore. We got rid of that a long time ago. You remember when I had to show you go. all those T-shirts? Oh, Uh, I know, I know. All right, buddy, we're up against it. Let's jump into the inbox real fast. We got two emails. Uh, One is kind of a hats off coming from our man, Mister Four Stars. Uh, Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. Okay, uh, the change up pitch. Uh, I never email any podcasts, but this broke the rule. Uh, Paul confirmed. He's seventy. What's that?
1: It's, it's good that he never emails podcasts. He's like 75.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Way to break that streak.
0: Because you're having now now doing it. Uh, so it's basically, um, he was talking about the episode last week, confirmed that big believer in the comedy gene, which you both have. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm not they sure do. if this one was acting or for real. I'll she was a wacko on air and I loved it. <laughs> to hold my attention, there must be a comedy entertainment value in the mix. Yeah. Uh, yeah so just kind of a big fan of us kind of breaking segment there and yeah but i think we'll bring more of that what'd you think about yeah. just kind of you know we do the sports we do the entertainment we not we'll, we'll host some games little live game uh, look, shows uh,
1: tip of the cap to brandana brandana you you, you came up with a banger mm. It was a good episode it's fun um most importantly hey the audio sounded pretty damn good, too. So I
0: like it. <laughs> yeah, I like right. it. We'll take that. Uh, thanks, Mr. Four Stars. We know, obviously, you do not give out compliments nor fifth stars easily. So very much That's appreciated. Right. Maybe one time we'll have you shade in that last 20% of stardom. Uh, all right. Let's jump into the next one. We have Oscars are coming! Exclamation point. Good fit for this episode. Uh, I'd love to hear your favorite movie watching experiences. For me, it was Wolf of Wall Street. I played hooky and saw a matinee show. I brought a little bottle of wine and a huge Yellow Sub sandwich. That's, that's hilarious. I think we had a Yellow Sub sandwich, most awesome. We- we had a little thing on a previous like worst people in movie theaters i think when you yeah. kind of like when you bring in like a whole like sandwich wrapped in foil but you yeah, do exactly yeah you you do you listener you know i uh seeing south park with joe two-time guest on the pod i've never laughed so hard in a movie saving private ryan i remember seeing war widows still in their seats crying after the credits were over uh that's an image i'll never forget uh let's hear our favorite movie going experience i think that Probably that last one was probably, a, like, his most vivid movie-going experience. Yeah. Probably, yeah. probably not a favorite. Uh, what do you got, brother?
1: Um, I got a couple. I was trying to dig de- deep, and uh, so the I, I was trying to think of some standouts. So, obviously, like, a lot of those are when you're younger, they're more impactful. Yeah. I had one where I was, like, and I'm not a big, like, horror guy or a big, like, scare guy. But uh, I got to say, when I watched... Blair Witch Project. This is still when the hype this is a real like thing yeah, yeah. that occurred. Yeah. I I remember leaving the theater just shook just yeah. freaked the fuck out. Yes. I it was a vivid memory of me in the theater young and just like all I was all in on this storyline. Yeah. I was all in on these poor kids.
0: They give like a security guard to like walk you to your car or whatever.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, so just I wouldn't go in basements for a week.
0: Okay, so my <laughs> my number one movie of all time is Magnolia, and I saw that. And you guys hear me talk about Topeka a lot on the air because it's where right. I was born. Not because I'm suggesting you go visit there, but what I will say is like when the uh, spoiler alert we had to say at the top of the show. So when the frogs started spoiler. falling from the sky, like yeah. You could, I mean, you would just literally hear people saying, what the fuck? Like, it was just like, it was so chaotic. And then it was like opening night and people were just like, what is going on? People were like standing up. They just like couldn't wrap their mind around it. Right. Collective, huh? Yeah. (laughs) What? Uh, I remember that. And then the other one is like the number of movies I saw in Century City when I worked at the Pink Taco. Monday was my night off and I would come in, whatever bartender was working, I'd have like six Modelo Special, six tequilas. And like... The amount of movies that I paid for that I have no recollection of, like I would talk like oh. Adventureland, like Red Two, it was basically just like a twelve dollars spot to take a nap. I just like I just don't remember like any of those fucking pull-out lines. So maybe not most memorable, but I did I did enjoy my Pink Taco like Monday there movie night. There you go. Hey, can I, can I tell you one you,
1: that reminded me of the collective like what the fuck in a theater? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Um, I had one negative experience where Dr. Misses, the commission, I, we were living in North Carolina. Um, one of her coworkers uh, had told her about a little movie that she's like, this is hilarious. You got to see it. And we're like, oh, I don't know. But we were bored. And we didn't at this time. We didn't have kids. So we had the freedom to go. So we went and saw grownups in the theater. Ooh. Yeah, and we legit were like, we thought we were on like an episode of Punked because people were l- rolling in the aisles, like laughing as hard as they, La- could. laughing
0: at that at that movie, laughing,
1: laughing, bro, like straight it. up, so much to the point where we were looking around as if like. This can't be real Like this yeah. isn't this funny Like I remember Specifically a scene There was like They're all in the forest And then somebody like Shot an arrow up Into the air For some uh, godforsaken reason. I have no idea And then they're all Running around And David Spade Like running Frantically Trips And like lands in a big pile of shit. Yeah. Just just out of nowhere. I mean, just sure. the shit. Just a huge massive, massive pile of shit. This woman behind me, like, literally I thought she <laughs> was going to, like, go into oh cardiac my- arrest. Like, she <laughs> was just wheezing at how, how funny that was. And I'm like, this oh my can't God. be fucking real.
0: That's fucking... Like, it almost feels like, like, it's just like, is this audience paid? Is this like a live studio audience? Like, they brought him in, and it's just... Right,
1: were they all at the the Pink Taco before, the night before? Oh,
0: you didn't see me behind you, (laughs) like, bombed on margaritas, not being able to get over, like, David Spade's shitty face? I mean (laughs) that because of shit on his face, not his actual face. Uh, All right, Right, brother, we have... Danny's popped in the studio. Should we jump into the What the Schluck? Ooh, do we
1: just have time to squeeze in our new AAF team? Oh,
0: fleet. yeah. Do you have something ready?
1: Just – I do. I do. do
0: I, oh, great. Oh, man. Uh, ab- absolutely we can fit in it. Yes, yeah, sorry. I should have put that so, in the rundown. Like, okay, if you guys haven't been following us on social media, we love Da with Like, da huge fleet. Da fleet. So this is your – Talking da, party. Your Da Fleet Minute. Ba-ba-bum. What's going on with the Da fleet, brother?
1: Oh, man. We've got a big game this week Ooh. going up against – the Atlanta legends, all these team names feel like their teams out of the, any given Sunday. Right. I mean, you, you mentioned call of duty names. Like they all yeah. look like, like, yeah, they all look like they're from any given Sunday. Yeah. It's, but it's, what, it's, it's what
0: you like. If you got matching t-shirts, cause you're doing like a morning boot camp thing. It's just kind of like what you put for your middle name, like Brandon Ironsides Delaney or something like they're all <laughs> right, just right. like, right. Memphis thunder. Exactly.
1: Um, yes. So we've got, uh, our, our leader in chief, Mike Martz, uh, you may have known of him from the Rams back in the NFL days. Oh yeah, uh, head coach. He uh, he's swapping QBs when Mike Berkovich is, is. Oh yeah, uh, is he getting swapped out. You know Mike. Yeah, he's Mike. getting swapped out. He's getting swapped out for Philip Nelson. Philip's going to take the take the helm, take the lead ship. That's
0: what, that's what we love about DeFleet. Not they're not afraid to make changes. Like something ain't working, and DeFleet's got one thing in mind, and that is a championship. And if they gotta exactly. move W's. the most important asset, if they had it all wrong through all preseason and started that first game and they were like, We fucked up at like the QB position, right. not afraid to pull that trigger. Defleet! Defleet! That's been your defleet um. minute. Get it every week. Ba ba bum. Ba ba bumper. Uh, Alright, what the schluck Bring us to the jam Or the intro What the fuck we got the fleet. The fleet. What the schluck Alright, and what the schluck Oscar preview We have Danny Schluck Here in studio with us To take us a little bit through I don't know, boy M.A. with all the craziness Going on in the house The new sun uh, Maybe not time to see All the best pictures We're going to talk a little bit About just kind of The Oscar landscape
1: Or any or any or any okay <laughs> that counts
0: too uh, <laughs> I, absolutely
2: w- when's the last time he you physically went out of the house to see like a movie
1: oh you know that's a good question i'm gonna say definitively that i can remember was la la land okay. dr misses the commission i went to go see la la land we were gonna go see one just before the baby was born um, yes, they're, but are big plans, like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, but there was nothing, there was nothing out that we were like mm-hmm. at all impressed to see, so we just went to dinner instead.
0: That's yeah, so we want to get Danny, uh, right now, just kind of out of the gate as our kind of our Oscar expert, our correspondent. Uh, are you excited about the Oscars this year?
2: No, I mean, not really, honestly. I mean, not only like the
0: pictures are all kind of like mediocre, I mean, I really liked
2: one of them, but uh. I don't know, just the whole the whole thing of, like, it seems like such a clusterfuck of, like, uh, you know, they're... I don't, I don't know what they're like, uh, well, we're gonna do this popular picture, like, uh, this most popular picture, like, to get Black Panther in there, I assume, but then they're, they're not gonna do that, and then they just nominate nominated for best picture anyway, and then the firing of the hosts, like, I thought that was a little extreme, yep. and, like, now, like, no ho- uh, hosts, like, I, I just, I don't know what they want, I guess, like, bigger ratings that like they're never gonna get because it's like it's a different like no one cares about movies really so I don't know so I can't imagine it'll be entertaining I would say the only interesting thing about it is like it's kind of like there's not a lot of locks, I guess, in my mind. If you were to gamble on the Oscars, which I'm sure which, which Brandon Which we'll, we'll do. 100%. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it is kind of an interesting year as to, like, what could win, but...
0: Okay, before we kind of jump into that, that's perfect. Uh, so you bring up a couple of the kind of stutter steps. So you're saying these moves that the Oscars are doing, uh, trying to do most popular film and then bulking on that... Uh, I think you brought up the kind of host thing where they just kind of give up on that and then also kind of just save time doing four of the Oscars during commercial breaks. This is all for more ratings you think?
2: Uh, I think they're just they're stumbling around like uh, how can we make this better? Like what can we do? Uh, Shorter. It's always got to be shorter. But like in reality it's just like less people watch movies. And then of course to put the controversy of uh, you know they put these four categories like during the commercials and we're talking about Cinematography, yeah, editing, that's nuts, makeup, right. and like something else, and then of course the controversy of like, none. Of, Disney isn't up for any of those awards during the commercial break, so people are saying like, oh, uh, that's, that's how why. They like, it. I mean, who knows? But,
0: hmm. yeah, that's kind of weird. It's a, uh, I mean, I mean it's
2: cinematography just, united. That's crazy. Wouldn't it, you, if you're gonna take away something or a commercial, like, wouldn't your first thought be like?
1: Shorts, or yeah, something. live that act, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, right, don't, you don't want to,
0: but live action short kind of makes sense. Or if you just took like all the shorts kind of out there, or maybe even like I don't know, like animation. But it does really take away from the kind of idea that you always hear on sets. It's just like you know, it takes a team to build the movie. It takes all of us, and then to just have you know hair and makeup. It's just like yeah, we say that, but we don't really mean it. And take care of it during this fucking Tide commercial.
2: And honestly, and, and i would this, say, and, like, and this, when those people win awards, like the chances of those people giving a heartfelt speech or something like that, like those are actually, like, kind of the cool moments of the Oscars. Like, the rest of it's all bullshit anyways, you know, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I would say, like, the diehard fans that watch Oscars, are they really cared about – are they caring about time? Like, isn't kind of the Oscars, like, uh, you know, we, we've talked about it as, like, the the other Super Bowl, like, the arts Super Bowl, right? I mean, that's where everyone tunes in to watch. So why – I don't understand the speed aspect. I can get some of the other things, but the speed aspect of it, I don't understand why that would – have any bearing on ratings or not am i, am I off base on that or is that just i mean you know, i would so- i would think
2: like i say i think it's just more of like the landscapes changing like i don't know just right. yeah not as many people they can't look at an oscars of like 1995 but like look at how much ratings we got like can we not get back to that like no you can't ever it's never gonna right.
0: happen yeah nothing's right. getting back to that i mean like TV's just not like that uh all right so let's um yeah, good point on that. Let's jump into the best pictures. I'll give the rundown real fast, and then Dan, if you can kind of give us a you know thumbs up or thumbs down and maybe sum it up for Most Awesome Here, who hasn't got a chance to see one. We'll t- say I did see them all, <laughs> remarkably. You, you did see them. Okay, uh, great. So we did uh, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green Book, Roma, A Star is Born, Vice. Uh, so let's start at the top of Black Panther.
2: Wait, what, did I like it? Yeah, did, did you it, like it? Like it, a little, it, yeah. like
0: what was wrong with it, what was good with it?
2: It was fine. I mean, I think it's just kind of absurd. It's nominated for best picture. Like, it's a kind of slightly better middle than middle of the road, like a superhero movie. Like, I, yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you're gonna nominate like a popcorn movie, like I think there are like there are parts that I think are kind of visually ugly. They look really like you know CGI. I think like Mission Impossible looked a lot better. Yeah. So If you're gonna nominate something like that, like
1: nominate Mission Impossible. Sure. Sure, I did see Mission Impossible. Actually, oh, I saw it up. the other day. And, and, look and look most
0: awesome is like, give it an Oscar. But during a commercial that's break,
1: that's right, exactly. Line it up, <laughs> give it the, the most awesome
0: Oscar. There we go. Uh, all right, Black Klansman. I did see this one. Uh, writing credit to actual KU professor Kevin Wilmot, who uh, I didn't get a chance to take one of his classes. But awesome, but I just I just felt this movie. Uh, it now it it was good, but to me it was just like a little. It got caught up in some hype. It was just kind of overrated.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's weird with um, true stories. It's just so weird nowadays to like, because I don't know what I want, like what they will leave out and what they won't. Because I'm always thinking like, oh, like, well, did this happen, and like, how much does that play in the experience? Because I know I don't know if this is a spoiler. There's there's a bomb that goes off at the end of Black Lands. That didn't happen. I mean, I understand that from like a movie standpoint, but like, I never know. Yep. Like, it's always kind of muddled with the feel. I thought it was okay, but. That's the thing, too. Like, we just kind of hope Wilmot wins. So it's like... I feel the same with, like, the voters. People just vote. Yep. Whatever the hell,
1: it, like... And isn't it interesting that basically half of the best pictures are all based on, you know, based on real-life accountances, right? You've got Vice, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Green Book, and then Black Hands, Klansman, right? I mean, it's, it's interesting that they're, they're just devoid of storylines. They're just pulling out from storylines, and then... I think Ricky even... The, I don't... think the
2: favorite... Too, I, the
1: is the favorite.
2: I think, yeah. I mean,
1: it's a real queen. I that's what Chad told me. <laughs> I saw it with him. He's like, no,
2: no, that's real. I took his word on it.
1: I mean, I, oh I, really? I, yeah, and that's the thing is. So even to your point, like the lines of even like because the the green book, the family of the marshala ali character the dr don shirley they came out and said basically it's like it's a this wonderful story of lies but none of it's really accurate so they, they just take the framework of this concept and then you know hollywood it up and i don't know when i think i see one when i, I want to see like true recounting of an actual event i would like to have some accuracy in it right i
2: mean i also i would, i think it's fine if like you know just make an entertaining movie but it's a lot of right. like having your cake and eat it too like they really hammer home, like, this is based on a true yeah. story. To the point where, like, after some of these, they'll show, like, clips of, like, the real yeah. thing, like, you know.
0: Like, the, yeah, I think the fighter did that. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a Star is Born, they just followed Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga around with the camera for, like, uh, like four or five weeks. That's just doc- straight documentary right is, there. Is that true? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I'll jump in on this, like, absolutely dumpster fire dog shit. Yeah, I heard this is real bad. I this is real bad. What What did you think?
2: I didn't, I mean, I didn't like, I, didn't, it, I don't think maybe Queen is even that compelling of a story. Maybe like, it kind of looked, the whole, I didn't like the way it looked. It kind of looked yeah. like it was all a dream sequence.
0: Yeah, it kind of looked like, a, it looked like, A high school was just, like, do a biopic about Queen, and then they kind of just picked what costumes they had, like, did kind of over-the-top makeup, put in some fake teeth, and then had Rami Malek lip sync some songs. Like, that's the vibe I got.
2: And I wasn't—after work, like, I'm not 100% sure about this, but after leaving, like, I think it might have given me AIDS. (laughs) <laughs> so that was that was horrible that was the worst
1: My even like this alright you know thanks I mean? so no, that was that was the intravenous drug use Dan
0: oh, okay. oh Dan always lets me know when it's time to move on alright next movie uh, The Favorite what's up with this looks really boring
2: oh I loved it it was my favorite movie of the year it oh really was, it was really I mean it's a director like he did like Killing of a Sacred Deer and like uh, the, lobster. the Lobster which I mean oh yeah I saw The Lobster they're so he's kind of it's kind of so he's kind of an odd guy. So in this movie, I agree with you. I thought like oh period piece and like exactly. It's like this. I can't I
0: can't get into the Downton Abbey shit. But
1: it was, it was great. It was, I, mean, I bet you would be surprised. All right, you know what? I had I had one movie starred that I was gonna guess was Danny's favorite, and that was it. The favorite. Oh, wow. Are you serious? Huh. Yeah, it's totally serious. Means means a, yes. means a yeah, lot
0: exactly. more when you say that beforehand, but. Whatever. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> All right, uh, Green Book. So I did catch this one. Uh, I found it. I don't. I, I found it trite. I feel like trying to deal with really heavy issues, but kind of fast forwarding it through that. Like in the beginning, you know, he doesn't even know if he can take orders from a black guy, and then like he's finding out he's a homosexual and like no big deal with it. Oh yeah, we should have had a spoiler alerts a while ago. <laughs> maybe we'll put that in the. To- Remember to put that in the top of the show, brother. Spo- spoiler yeah, alerts yeah, on movies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's
1: like when we're talking about Oscars, just be maybe we should know.
0: Yeah, what would you think, brother?
2: Uh, I think it's the epitome like it was in- watchable, enjoyable, but like the epitome of like a movie you would watch of like your parents or something yeah. like Oh, The Blind Side or something. That being said, I thought the performances are good.
0: Yeah, vegan. I yeah, I
2: didn't dislike the movie; I liked it, but you know, it's kind of middle of the like I don't know in the middle.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, Roma. This one's getting some. Looks gorgeous. But not a lot of I I don't, I don't know. Uh, hearing that it's it's not quite like a really compelling like gripping story, but it's just it's kind of its strength is coming in on just its cinematography, like its kind of shots.
2: I mean, it's really slice of life, and that like I don't know. Just like there's a chance people could just say it's where it's like. It's about these two women, one uh, is having marriage problems, and her maid who gets pregnant, and like those events play out, and it's. It's Good, it's interesting, but it's pretty I mean some people could maybe call it boring or, although there's some there's some kind of horrific scene. I just know I wasn't really invested in it. I mean, but it was it was interesting, but I don't know. Alright, so I'm let's afraid. let's
0: say you're able to shake these down because you don't like I mean, how many pictures do we have up? We have Nine. Eight, eight. Nine eight. nine? Eight. 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 Okay. Eight. You don't necessarily like the expanded field. The what? The expanded field. Like when we
2: I think that's like one of the first like ways the Oscars like went on this like shit spiral to like
0: open it up to like like
2: 10 not even like make it 10 but
0: like uh it's
2: like uh, up to 10 if they really if they want to do something interesting with that like pick two then or something and just be like yeah this year it's roma versus fucking whatever
1: right there aren't eight like exceptional movies each year make it a tight four or five and be done with it right yeah i mean
2: i think not that it's great if some movies get a little uh i don't know i guess recognition for it but like When you gotta, it seems kind of arbitrary what gets in and out. And then, like, I don't know, a lot of maybe mediocre movies now just like Mm -hmm. slip in and like now they're like best picture nominee, technically. Like,
0: okay, so we'll have you mm -hmm. narrow it down after we get through it. We got two more movies. Let's do, uh, we'll save, let's go Vice. What's your thoughts on Vice?
2: I'm not like a huge style of that, like, kind of format of it. I mean, definitely. It wasn't as good as The Big Short. I thought it was kind of The Big Short light. I just, I
0: don't know. It was fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I
0: meant I meant to see that. I don't know. Like it was very forgettable. I, I, if very you're weird.
2: gonna do a film, you could I, you could take any politician. And Dick Cheney's a horrible person, I'm sure. But like, you could take any politician and like slant it to look horrible in some. I don't know. I'm not. It's a little masturbatory. Like they really, he. I like that they kind of make stuff easy to digest, but like, I don't know. They seem to really like do that again, and some of their swings just like didn't like hit for me. All
0: right, uh, and then my favorite, motherfucking maybe best movie I've probably that I've seen in three years. I think my favorite in like three or four years. Already in my top ten all time. A star is born. Is this thing walking with the gold, brother? Did you just say it's in your top ten of all time? You think? I, I think it's like if I really had to. Okay, can I say before I break it down? Like, can I definitely say top twenty? <laughs> I, so I saw.
1: You've already back. You've already. Okay. Had I already doubled it. Bra- yeah, Brandano was buying early stock on. I, us, I was. So I saw. Was his... I saw
0: three times in the theater, which I haven't done Look since like Jurassic Park. Like, it's just, it's, I don't, it hit all, all the notes. The first hour is off the charts. The performances are incredible on both sides. In fact, it's Bradley Cooper's directorial debut is downright criminal that he's not nominated for Best Director. Were you excited about this movie as I was, Dan?
2: Well, as you were, no. <laughs> like, um, and that's another thing. You were watching this trailer, like, several, making other people watch the trailer. <laughs> sure, There's I was excited. of this,
1: like, a narrative that, like, I mean, how could you not... <laughs> Once you've pumped it up like that, how
2: could you not love
0: it?
1: Well, actually, he I, made he made he made the trailer the MVP of the week on our podcast. So oh, he was I did way in on. This. I, I did do that. Way we in right. on this. Well, I
0: think I think there can be like movies kind of get like I've had movies be overhyped where I've been super excited and then like show yeah. up and it's just like oh, but I mean it just didn't happen to this. I mean the performances and all the music stuff and Gaga is awesome is
1: this is this 50 to 1 because that it's like basically the fourth iteration of of this version of the the film like it's the fourth a star is born
0: it's, is it 50 to 1
1: that's why that's what i saw it at it's 50 to 1 for the, for the best pictures is that why it's so low oh uh... cuz everyone has it everyone has it high when you go to like rotten tomatoes the best critics are at 90 and the audience is at 80 it has one of the highest scores of all of the eight films that are out there but is it getting a knock because it's like the fourth retread of the same concept?
0: Honestly, like no one can figure it out. Like, because I, I have been listening on this and I've been trying to get to the bottom of it. And Dan, maybe you have a thought. Like, like all I come up with is it. It came out too soon, I guess, and it's just getting like right. it's just kind of losing a little momentum. I mean, I'll tell you, yeah, like that,
2: it, it peaked maybe, and now people.
0: Yeah, okay. that uh, that Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga performance didn't help that one in vegas that was kind of circulating like a couple weeks ago like it was i don't know that that was like a little it felt like a little staged and like promoting the movie I, I don't know like all this stuff like not getting nominated uh not getting nominated for best director i just it doesn't make sense the the movie's gorgeous like the story is tight i, I don't know i
2: mean i don't know maybe people think it's too much of a vanity project or something i will say i i liked it um i i liked it i thought the first hour was great and i'm like Wow, man, I'm really going to like this. I kind of thought the last hour wasn't as good. I thought it kind of slightly fell apart. And the third, the, the ending, which I is in every iteration I yeah. hear, so I guess they got to do that. I don't know. I just I wasn't quite buying it.
0: Uh, so here's what I got in on. I got Sam Elliott for, to win Best Supporting Actor at 9 to 1. I got Bradley Cooper to win Best Actor at 18 to 1. I got Lady Gaga to win Best Actress at 7 to 1. I got A Star is Born to win Best Movie at 25 to 1. And then I have uh, Best Screenplay at 10 to 1. Those bets are all in, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, you
2: bet. All that money on a
0: star. <laughs> so what, is I cent, what I sent? What yeah, yeah. I sent? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited. Os- all in. Oscars. That's all
1: you need. All you need is one. Baby. Oscars just
0: got fucking exciting. Well, <laughs> Edge of the seat. It's gonna feel like a playoff the thing,
2: game. Though? Like it, everyone's like, yeah, this is gonna be a now. Well, what you just said, I guess, but it, it lost. At the Golden Globes, yeah, too, yeah, like, exactly.
0: And the Golden Globes is the most like like So, so This, this that. is a bad bet. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Why? Just like I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to picture the headline the next day, and I just can't picture like, like a star is born striking out. Like, do they get? I don't even know right. how the voting works. Do they talk? And they're just like, we got to give them something. Like, let's throw them like adapted screenplay. Let's throw them like. Sam Elliott just so like a star is born has like win some Oscar so you remember the movie existed in 2018
2: maybe Sam Elliott because he could be one of those guys it's like alright what else is he gonna like you know overdo
0: yeah has
1: he won it? Has Sam Elliott ever won an Oscar before? Maybe even, that's the... Maybe that's like... I don't,
2: hey. I don't think he's... I don't think he's won. I don't even know if he's been nominated. I nominated, don't know. Right.
0: He should have been up for Best uh, Big Lebowski. Nailed that. Uh, all right, brother. So nail, <laughs> narrow down this field right, uh, real fast. So you don't like the expanded field. Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite Green Book, Roma, Stars Born, Vice. Kind of cut out some of this... Just trim the fat there, and what would you put up to compete for Best Picture?
2: What do I like or what do Yeah, just we, narrow it down. Give me like like
0: narrow the field back down to like 5 where it should be.
2: Oh, jeez. Uh I don't know. The favorite Roma A Star is born. Thanks, Dan. Uh maybe Green Book. What <laughs> what are my other
0: uh Black Panther Black Clansman Bohemian Rhapsody vice is what you have sitting on the sidelines.
2: If I had to pick out of those Maybe Black
0: Klansman? You don't. No, make a stand. We're not going to make oh, you. Oh, right. other movies? like I don't No, know. no, 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 no. No, you don't. I mean, unless you have. Them. Okay, so yeah. who, uh, who do you want to see walk with best picture?
2: I mean, Next me time. personally, the favorite. Yeah, the yeah. favorite.
0: Boom. Okay. Uh, Dan, thanks for that breakdown. We are running out of time. I do want to hear your picks real fast for... Best Actor and Best Actress. We got Christian Bale in Vice, Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born, William Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Remy Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Gross. Viggo Mortensen for The Green Book.
2: Actually, maybe Viggo Mortensen. I did think he inhabited that
1: character, who was kind of cartoonish, but yeah, he inhabited him.
0: Well. Sitting at, sitting at fifty to one. Sitting at fifty to
2: one. Fifty yeah, to I one. I do think that is an interesting category. I don't know who's going to win that.
0: Yeah. I I know. I think that's one of the bo- so. Are you watching this year? Because I know you're down on it, but is it exciting enough, or you can just it, you know it, look it, at younger the next morning.
2: Only from a gambling aspect, but I can't imagine that it's entertaining. They also, Whew. The Rock confirmed that they asked him to host. The Rock, like that, uh, great guy. I'm sure, but like that's where we're at. That's where the Oscars are. They're at they're like. Oh, I, do we get the Rock to host it, I Yeah, guess? I guess. Like,
0: I mean, if it prevents San Andreas too, I'm all in. All right, lead actress, real <laughs> fast. We got uh, lead actress in Roma, Glenn Close, and the wife Olivia Colman in The Favorite. Lady Gaga stars Born Melissa McCarthy. Can you ever forgive me?
2: I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope the woman from The Favorite, but that could definitely be a Glenn Close's due situation. Like, I don't know.
0: I know, man. I just like is that like oh man, if this. If this Oscars just went all in on A Star Is Born and just blew people's mind as Shakespeare and Love Style, ooh, stakes on me, Dan. I, stakes on me.
2: I will say my lock pick is if I were betting on the Oscars, what the, the one category I would bet on and bet to win is Spike Lee winning for Best Director. I just think, like, it's his time. It's an accessible movie. Uh, you know, they're willing to do anything for the black community. We know, like... We know he's gonna like say something about Trump when he wins. Like, I I actually saw him give a Q and A after well not a Q and A just scream after Black Klansmen and he's I thought he was fucked up before no he was just angry about like Trump and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah. Spike Lee, best director.
0: All right, put let's, that in the book. let's find some odds on that. And put a little little it may be scratch on it. Uh, awesome brother well that's been what the schluck we're going to have Danny on more often break things down big movie enthusiasts do you want to stick around and judge the Neapolitan showdown brother I can sure we we'll get a t-shirt for it alright Uh oh. what do you think most awesome it's high noon motherfucker
1: Ooh. alright let's do
0: this bring us to the jam
2: so let's leave it alone cause we can't see eye
1: to eye
0: all right neapolitan showdown so you've listened to the show before dan i think you just uh the scoring is arbitrary you just throw the points whatever you feel like to whatever you think the best is we are counting down our top three athlete performances in movies How so many these
2: points do i have to give out just nah, to, it doesn't
0: matter oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah yeah that's your discretion yeah okay. so you, you'll you'll figure it all out right. as we point's go points and, don't mean and, shit and, and,
1: and, and, and real quick, that uh, that Spike Lee is sitting at twelve to one right now. Ooh. Twelve to one. Twelve
2: to one. See, I, that's another thing. I don't understand gamble like odds. I don't understand
1: odds. Like what they mean. Right? Well, not... t- I
0: mean twelve to one means you bet. Is that that can't be the favorite then? A hundred gets you twelve hundred dollars.
1: No, I just. Oh shoot, I just clicked off of it. The favorite is, I think, is Alfonso Corran. Yeah. For Roma, let me just double check here real quick. See. Yes, he's at. He's at. He's at. Uh, one to 16. So basically, it's about 1600 bucks to win 100.
0: Whoa, whoa no, he's at what? Uh, no, 16 oh, oh, to one.
1: 16 to one. No, no, no. One to 16.
0: Yeah, I mean, That's what nobody's favored right. that that much. What? Give me the odds real fast. Just what do they say? It says
1: uh, Alfonso Coran, one to 16. Yeah. Spike Lee, 12 to one. Uh, Yorgos Lanthemus, the. Uh, Future guy or the favorite guy, forty to one. Adam Decay, fifty to one.
0: Holy shit!
1: Right. Wow. Well, Rami Rami Malik and Roma. uh, According to this, this odds checker that you sent us, Rami Malik sitting at one to four, and Roma sitting at one to three.
0: Fucking nightmare. That's crazy because it's a Netflix
1: movie too.
0: Like yeah, uh, yeah. Fucking treasure. Well, yeah, I think it'd be. All right. Neapolitan showdown. Uh, best. This
1: is, yeah, this is the gambling corner. This is this amazing.
0: Like, this is my episode. Gambling's going to link into each one. Uh, okay, so we'll do ours. We'll start at the bottom. Move our way up. I have one four in you a row. Yep. I got four, baby. I got four. Going for that. You're on that, on that four peak. Going for that five peak. five peak. That one for the thumb they talk about. That one for the <laughs> thumb. All right. Uh, I am do So this is Beth Ath- athletes in movie out of the gate. I'm gonna say I look like this. Like I did get tempted. You know, it's just like yes, Arnold Schwarzenegger was like technically a bodybuilder, and I even thought like yeah, Vinny Jones. Like I love snatch. I love Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, and he was like a legit like footballer. But it was like then they kind of had like a career as an actor. I took just like athlete like little cameos or just little performances where they're athlete first and then like actor second.
2: And this is oh. this is in movies or in movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, out of the gate, I'm going with Brett Favre, and there's just something about Mary. Um, I'm here to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. All right, so he did play himself. What I like about this is I think that's the third <laughs> time I've brought up Brett Favre, and there's something oh, about yes. Mary.
1: Feels like, yeah, feels like the 50th time that you brought that okay. up. But that's a good one. That's yeah, good it is. One. I could have guessed your number three on that that's one true. automatically. Uh, I'm going to go with another cameo and I think, a another – uh, smallish cameo, but pretty good. I'm going with Bob euchre in Major League. Mm, I like that one. Just a bit outside. Just a bit outside. Silently, one of the best parts of that of that movie. Yeah,
0: he was, and he was in the uh, the second one also, right? He was in. I think he's in. I think there was three of them,
1: isn't there? I oh, know he's yeah. in Major League two, and then there's like a spring training one or something like that. I don't know. Well, it's also like it
0: was like his legit his job too.
1: Yes, he was, and he was a Brewers uh, announcer. He was also, I think, a Brewers catcher as well, too. And he's in, like, the uh, Broadcasting Hall of Fame. But uh, they brought him in there, and uh, he was also on Mr. Belvedere, if
0: you guys don't remember Mr. Belvedere. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, all right, brother, how do you score? What do you think?
1: That is
2: that is a really tough one. Um, I would say, so I give you both points or just one of
0: them? Yeah, you but both? you give us one 1,000, the other, like, 90, like, it's real. Gotcha.
2: Ah, man, I mean – The thing is, I would say, like, Bob Euchre, like, I think someone could watch Major League and just be like, oh, that's an actor. You wouldn't necessarily think he was an athlete. You're still going to watch something about Murray, and granted, he is playing himself, so I don't know how you could, like, you're going to be like, oh, that's a football player. But I did think he did a good job. So, uh, But Bob Euchre is the kind of thing, is it a bullshit? Because he went on to kind of have a career, as you say, he was in Mr. Belvedere. I don't know. I'm going to give... Most awesome uh, ten points, and Brandon, I'm gonna give you eight.
0: All right, that's fucked up. There, you go. I'll, I, I, there you he I He doesn't. He doesn't understand what he's saying. <laughs> I, I he's, don't. Guys, hey, he's, he's,
1: he, you're you're wise and just, Danny, and you also docked him a few points for saying that he or
0: understanding that he's mentioned it a few times <laughs> on this podcast already. So good. I'm saying Danny's been drinking. All right, uh, my number two is Ray Allen. He got game. Now, oh, when I watched this. Uh, I know you're a big Spike Lee fan. He's you the said kid, it. right? The son? What's that? He's yeah, he's yeah, he's the son. Jesus the son. Jesus Shuttlesworth, like the big, you know, just kind of blue chip recruit that's coming up in this. That uh, I want to be clear about this. Like, there's walking a fine line. Love Spike Lee. You're a Spike Lee fan, as you said. Like, no, You said loved him. You talked about gambling I, I, okay. on him. He's okay. Huge <laughs> Spike Lee fan right over here, Dan. But I think the biggest thing is uh, we overlook is it is a shit performance by Ray Allen. But it's the movie, the script is so good, and Denzel Washington is so good, Ray Allen has to rise up and actually be better. And I don't know if anyone else has had a starring role in a movie that also has an NBA championship ring. Boom.
1: Uh, Shaq and Kazam.
0: Right. I don't know if Br- there's more. Br- than- Br-
1: <laughs> what about that one that just came out where they're all in old age? Uncle, what's it called? Oh, yeah. Uncle, Uncle Drew. Uncle, Uncle Drew, yeah.
0: But uh, it's it's Kyrie, right? He does have a right? That
1: is Kyrie. Yes, yes. And there's a oh, whole wait. bunch of there's a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Um, what about no, Space Jam,
0: Brandon? <laughs> yeah, I thought about that. <laughs> All right, you guys have made your point. What's your number two?
1: Ex- exactly. Well, wow, it's it's amazing that we are simpatico on this one. Usually, it's the number one that we're sitting at. Ooh. But I actually have Ray Allen too. Now, I'm not as down on his performance as you are, Brandana, because I actually thought he did pretty well. Little known fact, though, you know, Kobe was the original offer for. I just found this out that Kobe Bryant was the original Jesus Shuttleworth. but he—it uh, was the, the series where, or the, heading after the summer where he airballed a couple shots against Utah in the playoffs after his first year. Ooh. He said, "No, I need—I need to work on my game. I got to get those rings." Ugh. So then, uh, so then uh, he passed, and then uh, it went to one Ray Allen. That's my number two. And now Kobe Bryant has an Oscar. And uh, yeah, legitimate Yes, exactly. Oh
0: wow, yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a dead heat. I think I could hit you. We're up against it with some He Got Game trivia. Maybe remind me to do that once. I could, I could pop out. There's a good uh, interview with Denzel. I'm trying to think about that Denzel Washington basketball scene. All right, we we don't have time. Moving on. Uh, okay, so yep. for the top spot, uh, Dan, obviously the last one was a push. We had the same answer. So coming out of the gate for the number one spot, uh, I am behind eight to ten. I went with Cam Neely and Dumb and Dumber. Cam Neely was a professional hockey player for 13 years, 1983 to 1996. Came in and gave a, a scene stealing performance as Seabass. Oh man, that dude just totally hawked <laughs> on your burger. It's like, oh, what happens in the movie? They get away with it? No, they catch up with him a mile down the road and he slit his throat. Good
1: good weren't really, really on the cameo side were went really on the cameo yeah I think side. yeah I, I think I'm, a little surprised. bit I
0: mean I looked at some like I there was a lot out there and I just looked at I was just like oh uh, like I, I liked your major league one I almost went with Euchre but they're like I don't know I it's hard to I don't think you're gonna say a performance that I was just like yeah it was a really good performance
1: yeah, so I'm disappointed with you, Brandon. because you went like you went down that. So this mm. is my going to be my number one. You went down. It's like athlete, like stands out as an athlete as an actor in this role. Yeah, cameos, everything like
0: that. What
1: was our What was our team name and our rec? No, basketball? I knew you were going to do this.
0: Yeah, I knew, it. and yeah, I came yeah, across yeah. it. Yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. The co-pilot. Yeah, yeah, Will Chamberlain, an airplane. I saw it. I should have went for the exactly. block. Exactly. Actually, yeah. Not Will Chamberlain. You got that wrong too. It's Kriman. Oh, Kriman. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yes, but, yes, but, yes, but yes. 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 Kind of kind of sorry. Kareem abdul in the airplane right, in right. a great role. Yeah. In a great role. Who even basically referenced the fact that he's an athlete in this movie? Yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. by, by And he was also in uh, Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Right. How? How say you, Danny? Where are you at with this? Oh boy, God. So Brandon,
2: uh Dumb and Dumber. There's something about Mary and he got game. All Fairley Brothers movies. <laughs> so
0: you're you're saying the Fairly brothers got, are the
2: only people that can, you know, he properly got like... game. He got game actor. is not right. a Fairly brothers. This movie. is really tough. I mean, God, number one, I'll say I haven't seen Airplane all the way through. Unfortunately, I mean, I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in it and I've seen clips. Yeah. I didn't know... How big's his part? That's not a cameo? It's...
1: It's a. I mean, it's a, probably bigger than a cameo. I don't know. I mean, I mean it's. I will he's, say he's in multiple scenes. I didn't know he's the co-pilot for God's sake. That's
2: true. He's a big part. I mean, big part of the movie. Uh, I didn't know Seabass was an actor. I guess, or an athlete. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I saw that on that list. I didn't realize that was Cam Neely, and I know everything about sports. I had no idea that was Cam Neely.
2: Yeah. But who the fuck that's, is gonna know a hockey ball?
1: Uh, yeah. Exactly. Listen, to your goddamn. All right, Brandon. S- s- you got the.
2: But the Abdul-Jabbar one though, it's Well, more iconic.
1: Kick, also won a championship
2: kick his ass, Steve <laughs> ass that might be like hey, yeah. pretty iconic phrase Brandon I'm a slightly <clears throat> you guys can't end on a tie right no, you're, correct you're yeah that. that wouldn't work
0: I think we did tie <clears throat> I don't know We alright right. Brandon
2: we, we, I'm going to give we you slightly a more point I'm going to give you a five and give him a four
0: Five four, oh! and that gives Sorry, him. The ch-
2: it's a close. It was close. Though.
0: Fourteen to thirteen. Still the that elusive five. You know, I was answering like I said. Basketball. If there's only one basketball player to win a championship. Started a movie. Wrong about that. I called Krim Abdul-Jabbar, Wilt Chamberlain. Wrong about that. I very like. Uh, that one felt. I'm gonna be honest. That one felt fairly scored. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was yeah, a yeah.
1: Exactly. Exactly. You got too cocky with this
2: one. I, for the record, think Dave Batista is probably like the best athlete i know he's a wrestler oh yeah that's not a bad one i I thought about best one i've seen so far
0: yeah that's good uh all right well maybe someday you can start your own podcast (laughs) and then you can just be in the driver's (laughs) seat all right let's uh (laughs) let's close this motherfucker down uh all right we're up against it let's do our mvp of the week real fast mine is going out to all the singles on valentine's day we're recording this on valentine's day because i gotta pop out of time but do your thing out there guys Get all fucked up on a Thursday night. Try to meet someone new and just <laughs> kind of fucking keep it all in perspective.
1: There you go. Rub your parts together. I like yeah, it. Yeah,
0: just because you're alone doesn't mean you're lonely. Like, keep it. We're, we're thinking about you. Shoot us an email at podcast at gmail.com. Tell us how hungover you were when you heard this. All right. Who's your MVP most awesome?
1: Oh, I'm going to go with a gentleman after your own heart, Brandy, and I'm going to go with Ben dearmond He went full 10 cup at the Le Mans uh, Suncoast Classic went seven, hit a 17 on a par four, put six into the drink. His dad, a couple holes later, even called him Ray, or Roy, rather, I should say, after Roy McAvoy from Tin Cup.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I love this <laughs> yeah. guy. Did uh, So when he finally got it in there, I mean, it wasn't like a hole in one or whatever. He had a probably like three putt when he finally yeah, got it in. Yeah, green. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay. it in a little bit.
1: Yeah, exactly. Love no this guy.
0: No, no standing ovation.
1: No Rene <laughs> Russo coming to kiss him afterwards.
0: Yeah. No Rene Russo. Yeah, let's get this guy on the pod. Uh, all right, Dan, who's your MVP of the week?
2: Uh, I'm going to have to go with the guy i just left to come over here, Kyle Ostrom. Uh, bachelor number one. We were t- speaking of the Oscars, we were talking about celebrities. We're constantly, constantly running into them living here in NYC, and I was talking to Kyle about that. And you'll have to bring her on the show to t- tell you about it, but once in four days, in four consecutive days, he bumped into the Olsen twins. Oh, four yeah. days in a row. Ooh, that's- Just because of like weird circumstances. And ultimately did interact with them, and I'm not... So, I don't know. There's some That guy. Yeah,
0: I don't know. That, I forgot. That, that's Dan, a funny that's, story. She that's good. Yeah, you know. I'll ask him. Oh, Dan, there we appreciate the time. We'll get you a t-shirt. Guys, uh, like I said, shoot us an email at itmaybesportspodcast at gmail.com. Anything you want to talk about. Maybe you want to do a little Mab Degrees of Separation. Maybe you want to spring a topic we should be jumping into. Guys, trust us. With those headline topics, uh, we got all the time in the world, so we'll be looking for them. Uh, guys, enjoy it out there. hope your Valentine's Day goes well. Enjoy the rest of the February I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome.
1: Nomabbers, if, if you're looking for something to listen to, listen to this coming-of-age story between two young podcasters called Romab.
0: Style. Fame. She likes glamour. Runway. Style. Legend. Fame.
1: She likes fashion.
0: Oh.
1: Oh. She
2: likes fashion.